Hey, thanks for checking out today's episode. Before we jump in, if you'd like even more freelancing secrets completely free, be sure to head on over to learnwithjohn.com and jump on my freelance secrets newsletter because I regularly share secrets for getting more clients and building a thriving freelance business gleaned from my nearly two decades as a freelancer. So if you want to shortcut the time it takes you to go freelance full time and get the lifestyle you're after, you won't want to miss those secrets. You can get that newsletter by going to learnwithjohn.com. Again, that's learnwithjohn.com. Now, on to the episode. The unknown unknown. Are you old enough to remember that? It was Donald Rumsfeld's famous press conference where he talked about known knowns, known unknowns, unknown knowns, and unknown unknowns. Uh, what? But actually, if you think about it, it it sort of makes sense, even if he complicated the hell out of it. Said more simply, you don't know what you don't know, which is a phrase you've probably heard before. And when you're new to freelancing, that's the situation. It's not about skill or talent or any of that. For the first, first year or so, it's simply not really knowing what to do. There's some how that you've got to figure out, but most of it is what now just a quick sidebar i recognize that some of you listening to this right now are probably way past that first year and probably know a lot of this already don't worry we're going to get into the advanced stuff soon enough and also i've found even those that have been doing this a while are often missing some basics here and there so who knows you might still pick up a thing or two going through this in fact I'd wager that our conversation tomorrow in tomorrow's episode about crafting an irresistible offer will contain things that you've never heard of. So let me run through some what's that you'll need to get figured out in that first year. Things like service category, flags, flagship solution, offer, payment terms, delivery schedule, sales angle, marketing mechanism, traffic sources, bookkeeping, taxes. Now, that's not an exhaustive list, but those are most of the big rocks, the big ones that you'll need to get handled quickly to get any momentum and not hose yourself come tax time like I did my first year. Now, incidentally, this is why I put together my Beginner's Guide to Freelance course a while back because it covers how to do all this stuff. The idea behind it is to is to shortcut that first year and the learning curve that you go through and shrink all of it down into just a few months instead of a whole year of trial and error and frustration and so forth. In fact, here's what one student of the course, Massel, recently said about it. He said, the course was awesome, full of knowledge and wisdom collected over years. John guides us, all of us beginners, through the bumpy joyride of entering the world of freelancing. With great video and audio quality, the information presented blew my mind that such a great course on such a complex topic at times was out there. Forever grateful. So anyway, that course is up on Skillshare, and yes, you get access to that course as a part of the extended free trial you get when you join through my referral link. So that's a full 30-day trial instead of the typical seven-day trial that Skillshare offers. And again, this is for those who want to maximize their results and get the results faster. We're going to talk about all of that stuff here in the podcast, but obviously I can't cover everything in these episodes that I can in a full-blown four-hour course dedicated to that one topic. In any case, if you're interested in the course, I'll put a link in the description or you can go to myjohn.us slash bgtf. Again, that's myjohn.us slash bgtf if you're interested. Okay, so let's talk about the first two things I mentioned on that list today, and that is service category and your flagship solution. So the service category is mostly self-explanatory. 
web development, graphic design, writing, social media, marketing, walking dogs, and whatever it is. Now that might seem obvious to you, but there are some people that come to freelancing not really knowing what they're going to do. So always make sure to cover it. But chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably have a good idea of what that is for you. In fact, I find there's also a lot of people who learn some sort of skill like web development or graphic design, and then now they're just trying to figure out how to monetize that. So you kind of already have the first step down. That said, if you're trying to figure this out, there are a couple quick criteria that I've figured out that are are important after 18 years of doing this. So number one, you got to enjoy doing it. Two, you got to be good at it, obviously. And then the third thing, people have to be willing to pay for it. Again, that might sound simple, but you'd be surprised how many people pick something that they hate doing because they think it'll make them more money. Or they pick something they love doing, but they don't really check the viability of it and nobody actually wants that service. It happens all the time. So it's important that I cover these basics. But let's move on from that because I've assumed you've got that handled. Um, If you're not, if you're still unsure on that, I'll link to a post on my website that goes into it in way more detail. Also, a couple YouTube videos that I have uh, that go go into it in a lot more detail as well. I'll link to those in the description for this episode. But the next step then is flagship solution. So what the hell is a flagship solution? Well, it's your core offer, your primary service, whatever name you really want to give it. It's your primary service and the thing that you'll become known for. Now, mine is building membership sites, so it's web development, but it's a very specific implementation of it. So if you build a hierarchy, it might look like web development, WordPress, and then maybe WordPress membership site. That's the hierarchy. So you start with your service category that we just talked about. And then you drill down to some kind of specific implementation and really try to think of it in the client's terms. What do clients ultimately want? Does a client want web development? And I'll just tell you, close to two decades of doing this, they don't. A regular job does, right? If you're applying for a job at a tech company, they want a web developer. They want the general service. And there are a few clients here and there that might want that kind of thing, but the vast, vast majority of clients want a thing. So they want a website, a logo, a blog post, a video, social media posts, etc. Those are the terms that clients think in, more like a product than a service. That's how you want to start thinking about it because that's how clients think about it. And I'm just telling you now, you, know, you can make your own decisions, but again, I'm telling you now, this step is so critical to everything else that comes after because it makes marketing and selling so much easier. It makes delivering, makes building out your business, all of it so much easier when you nail it down to a specific implementation because it just makes more sense to the client. They understand it better. They know exact exactly what they're getting. It's something finite and well-defined. And that just makes it easier to sell, deliver on, etc. So I recommend not skipping this step, even though I know a lot of people do. I strongly recommend that you don't do that. This one thing will set you up to be much more likely to be successful as you go forward from here. And if you're down the road a ways and you've been struggling and you didn't do this, this is the first thing I would tell you to go back and look at and change. Now, of course, your first attempt at this doesn't have to be perfect. It's probably not going to be because it's your first try. It's the first time doing it. It's like any skill. The first time you do it, it's not going to be perfect. 
So you should really write down several different implementations that you think you might like to try and then sort of pick one to start with, but don't get too fixated on it. Don't walk into it too hard. Here at first with all of this, you're gonna to wanna to do some experimenting and kind of figure out that magical sort of combination of what you like doing, what people want, what you're able to sell and, and so forth, um, and kind of find your little niche. And you're only gonna be able to do that through experimentation. So for web developers, it could be building WordPress websites or creating custom themes or creating custom plugins. It could be building a social network using PHP or some other language. It could be page speed optimization. I'm sure you can think of more and there's probably ideas that are popping in your head right now. Just write all of those down. Don't get too attached to anyone. Don't think how feasible it is. Just write them all down so you have kind of a master list. Graphic designers, it could be logos, brand kits, website designs, pamphlets, brochures, posters, etc. And whatever your service is, I'm sure you can think of some specific implementations uh, that, that fit inside your service category. So hopefully you get the idea. Of course, if not, feel free to, to shoot me an email or hit me up on social media, etc. Um, and, and ask whatever questions you may have. I'm happy to help. Okay, so that's your homework from this episode. Create a list of five to 10 potential flagship solutions that you could provide for your clients inside your service category. Then just pick one that you want to start with. And in the next episode, we'll pick up from there and we'll talk about crafting your offer, which in my opinion is the most critical thing that you'll do in terms of selling your service. What we talked about today is important, but the offer is really the main thing. It's what clients are actually buying. And when you create an irresistible offer, it essentially sells itself. So if you're someone who's worried about sales and marketing and being able to do that part of things and so forth, the way that you, you make that easier on yourself so you don't have to be the super stud marketer or sales person or copywriter or, or whatever, the way you do that is by creating an irresistible offer. And so in the next episode, I'm going to show you how to actually create an offer that's irresistible. But that's for tomorrow and we'll, you know, we'll get into all of that. And then again, like I said, if you want to skip ahead, you want to fast forward the process and also get deeper training on all of this, go dive deeper into everything that we're going to be talking about as we go along here. I highly recommend checking out my Beginner's Guide to Freelance course on Skillshare. Again, the link will be in the description. And also, you can go to myjohn.us slash bgtf, myjohn.us slash bgtf. All right, that'll do it for this episode. If you're not subscribed, I'd recommend doing that so you get all the episodes as we move forward here. And if you could do me a favor, if you know anybody who's maybe looking to get into freelance or whatever the case may be, and you think this information would be helpful for them, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with them. Uh, that helps me grow the audience and so forth. So I'd appreciate that. All right, that's it. We'll talk to you next time.